0: Everyone, I'm Ashley Peterson, the Editor-in-Chief for The Saber, and you're listening to The Saber Spot, where we'll be covering current events and delving into topics around campus. Today, we'll be discussing one of our reporter's articles on the Student Health Center.
1: Hey, yeah, um, I'm Macy, and I am a
2: reporter for The Saber. Hi, my name is Jessica DeMarco Jacobson. I'm an Associate Senior Copy Editor for The Saber, and I edit, write, and sometimes do media for my articles.
1: Yeah, so we just all wanted to talk to you about this article and some other stuff uh, that's going on around campus this week. So I uh, decided to write this article about the Student Health Center because I realized that a lot of people didn't realize the resources we have at our fingertips. My freshman year, I went maybe once and I didn't make an appointment and then I just didn't go back for a while. I went back this spring and found out that they have... They offer women's health appointments and they can prescribe birth control and all other sorts of things that you need to know. Also, it's kind of hidden at the, the back of campus. That's why a lot of people don't see it.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely part of the problem with uh, not knowing what they offer is knowing even where they are and as yeah. far as signage and things. So I know that you sat down with a representative from the Student Health Center. Can yes. you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so I talked with Victoria Roebuck. She is the current director of the Student Health Center, and she gave a lot of her time to talk to me about it, and it was awesome. Uh, She gave me like a whole list of stuff that they do, and I think the biggest thing that came up in the discussion was about how much the staff really cares about the students. Because uh, a lot of the things that are directed to them are not necessarily health concerns, but like they've directed people to the food pantry or even directions to other places on campus. Um, of course, they do handle a lot of medical stuff. If you make an appointment, they can handle a lot of stuff. This summer I had a staph infection and they were actually able to prescribe me some
0: uh, antibiotics and pain medication. Wow. Um, and what was kind of the process for that? If you don't mind me asking as far as, um, you know, payment and the price of things whenever you do uh, get medicine and prescriptions from the student health center? Yeah. Okay.
1: So you get four free visits to the clinic every semester, which usually can cover you and you don't have to pay anything Like, you don't have to go through your insurance. That's paid with your student health fee. So you go in. That's free. Um, If you do have to get a prescription, they don't house any in the actual health center. But they work with your local pharmacy just like you would if you were going to, like, a family doctor or something. And you will have to use your insurance there if you want a discounted price on medication. But that's kind of how it works anyway. Basically, they fill in for your family doctor without the copay. And they'll try to direct you to sources that are not quite as expensive, I think, just Jessica, you just had a recent experience with that.
2: I recently went to the health center for myself um, because I was also interested in the services they provide. I honestly didn't know very much about it. So I went in one day and I asked the young lady at the front desk what they offered. All of the staff is extremely friendly and non-judgmental of whatever you may need. I'd strongly recommend it to any CSU student, but I went there. Just to learn about the women's health services that they offer. And I went to an appointment and I really like the doctor. You do have to pay uh, $35 if you want an examination for women's health, but that's pretty reasonable and it's well worth the cost for something so important. She'll definitely, the doctor, Miss, I believe her name is Miss Viggy. Yes. She'll quell any anxieties you may have about that, especially for people who've never been. That was my first time doing something like that. She made me feel extremely comfortable and tried to, you know, make me laugh about the whole (laughs) thing. And it was just a really pleasant experience. Yeah,
1: Yeah. That's, that's one of the things I also ask her about with like easing anxiety with like, you know, some doctor's appointments are just awkward and she's gone through training to help ease that anxiety. At the student health center, they make sure that they tell you everything they're going to do before they do it to make sure that you're comfortable with everything. And honestly, it's great. I like knowing everything first.
0: For sure. And, you know, we talked about how, you know, before the semester, most of us hadn't been there very much. And so on that note, how do you go about making an appointment with the Student Health Center? If you either
1: stop by, they're in like the Graduate Building, tucked between Illges and Tucker Hall, and you can just walk up to the receptionist and make an appointment there, or you can call their number. And um, usually, it'll take about a day or two till they can see you, especially if you have a busy schedule. But once you
0: get there, it's really quick. Awesome. And another thing that I know will concern a lot of students, you know, we talked about them being non-judgmental and easing anxieties and things. Were you able to talk to them at all about you know students and how they express gender and how they approach you know students with different identities? Yes,
1: that was a really cool thing talking about them with. They said that they do go out of their way to ask a student what gender they identify with, and they. Awesome. Yeah, (laughs) no, right, and uh, they. Said that a lot of times they'll have students that come in and their name that they go by is not the same as the one on their uh, birth certificate or even in the like official records at CSU. They make sure they get that name that you prefer on file. And they said like yeah, it is a, a bit of a learning curve with um you know how each person chooses to express that and what they're comfortable with. So they do everything they can to work with you and make sure that you are comfortable.
0: That's really awesome. And I know something that uh will hopefully make seeking health care much easier, especially for, you know, our non-binary and transgender friends. I know that it can sometimes be super tough to find um, health care providers that oh, don't, yeah. you know, make them feel kind of unsafe. Yeah. No. I think it's great
2: that the health center provides an inclusive
0: environment on campus. Did you talk to the health center um, about kind of maybe any of the obstacles that they might face as far as, you know, just being on campus, but also, as we talked about, just being visible to the student body.
1: Yeah, that was uh, one of the things they realized that they aren't as visible. I think Viggy said that one of the things was she had a student come into the health center one time for the first time on the day before she graduated and didn't even realize they were there. I feel like that's not uncommon, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah, because like these are such good resources we have available to us. They do have a smaller staff. That's why some people... um, it takes them a little bit longer to get into an appointment because they do have a small group working with a body of like 8,500 students. Like that's a lot to be in the hands of about 12 people. Mm -hmm. I think that's the number of employees they have there. I can double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's the number I got. Yeah. But they do, they have made an effort to partner with a Piedmont Urgent Care. So, like, they used to have a location downtown, um, or mm-hmm. at least the CSU Health Clinic did, and they ended up having to close it down because they thought it would be better to kind of stay on main campus and then partner with the Piedmont Urgent Care down here. So, River Park students, if that's easier for them to just go there mm-hmm. instead of going all the way to main campus, that's that's there. The wait is a little bit longer.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did go there last semester and it turned out to just be a migraine, but I was, you know, experiencing yeah, yeah. some anxieties about my health. And, you know, you are in there with other members of the public. So unlike the main campus one, you know, downtown, you will be with people who are just coming in there who aren't affiliated with the school at all because it is a public facility. Yeah. And
1: the wait time for that is... A lot because usually people don't go in there with appointments. It's just Mm -hmm. like you kind of go in. Uh, With the one on main campus, you make an appointment, you show up, and you're pretty much in and out. Mm -hmm. I would say if you have something that's really severe, they encourage you to call 911 or go to like somewhere where you'll you'll get seen sooner. If you do have like a high temperature of 104 something, they will pull you back. I talked to someone recently about that. So right now, they are offering. $25 flu shots. And this is what they cost Um, in general. Like the the student health center is not charging you anything else. They're charging you what they are paying for the shot. There's also STD testing twice every year. And that will be offered September 16th through October 18th by appointment this semester. And then there's an HIV clinic every month. This month, it'll be September 9th. October, it'll be the 7th. And November, it'll be the 4th. And you still have to schedule a time for that. And walk-ins are welcome from 9 AM to 4
0: PM. So you talked about how we got four free visits um, per semester. And I was just wondering, after those four, what would your fee look like for visiting the clinic?
1: Well, that was something I didn't get quite an answer on. It's kind of like usually people don't have to go in more times she said one time there was someone who had some sort of thing where they had to get their wound redressed Mm -hmm. so every time they came in for that she didn't count it as another time you come in like if they're just giving you more supplies and doing that service yeah they still count it with that one thing but like just don't get sick more than
0: four times a semester (laughs) I hate to say it, but that's bad advice. <laughs> Take
1: care of yourself. <laughs> Don't get that, like, kids. I've actually pushed that before. <laughs> Ignore me. Um, They do acute care, too, so... If you have strep throat, even if you just have a sore throat and want to get tested for that, you can do that. If you have a cold. Oh, also they have like free uh, pain medication in terms of like if you have a headache and you're going to class, you can stop in, grab like a quote unquote like sample of pain medication so you can get through that class. Also, if you get stranded on campus without a tampon or a pad, they have that there for you too. just go into the receptionist and say, hey, I need something. And then also right by the door, they have free condoms.
0: Please be safe, guys. Oh, neat. I don't think a lot of people would know that, because I definitely did not know that about pretty much any of those surfaces. Yeah, yeah. Because... I definitely think that's uh, good services to have for students on campus, especially when we spend so much time there.
1: Also, something I'd like to mention, they do pregnancy tests and UTIs. Um, They also have contraception counseling. So if you want to talk about what your better options are, they will do that with you. Yeah. And they do draw blood, but you do have to pay the lab fee. So a couple other things the health center does. They do annuals. So if you just want to go in for a checkup, you can schedule that, go in. Or if you need to get a physical for like a sport or like if you're doing a team sport, intramural, whatever you need, you can go in and you can get that covered. There's like a lot of stuff to go on with this. Mm -hmm. I know I'm missing stuff, but uh, yeah, they they do so much. (laughs) If you have any questions or want to make an appointment, call 706-507-8620 one more time for you, that's 706-507-8620. And even if you just go by and stop in the health clinic, they will talk to you, even if like you're not going there for medical needs, they'll take care of you.
0: All right, well, thank you, Macy, so much for sharing what you've learned about the Student Health Center, because I definitely think that it's something that we can all use in our day-to-day lives, especially, you know, some of us are running on fumes going to classes, so (laughs) it can be very helpful to know that we have some support on the medical side. And if you want to learn a little bit more or read about some of the things that you can find at the Student Health Center, um, you can check into uh, Macy's article which will be posted online in our print issue. And so now we're going to pass it over and talk about just some of the things that are coming up in the near future on campus and just some stuff to look out for.
2: Throughout the year, there's a rock climbing competition, October 9th, Halloween night, February 12th, the favorite TV show night, March 11th, 80s night and April 8th, luau night.
0: So if you want to get up on a rock wall and also celebrate some of your favorite niche themes, definitely come on out. And where was that? It's going on at the Rec Center. Awesome. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, This has been the pilot of The Saber Spot. Uh, I have been Ashley Peterson, the editor-in-chief of The Saber. I am Macy Frazier, a reporter. Jessica DeMarco Jacobson, associate senior copy editor. Thank you for listening. A huge thanks to the comm department for the use of their space and equipment. Thank you, Dr. Gibson and Dr. Geth. Thank you to Professor Miller. Thank you to our producer, Doria. And also a huge thank to the health center and thanks to The Saber staff who contributed to the articles.